And that was the first time I lumberjacked it. <laughs> Welcome to season three, episode three, the 58th episode on the same day as the 58th birthday of Bob, the Perlow podcast top 10 list from the South Carolina low country. Joining us tonight is Mathis. I'm currently petting my concrete bulldog in solidarity with my cousin right now. <laughs> Adam? Sean, uh, birthday shout out to Bob. You don't look a day over 60. <laughs> and I'm your host, Shane. Bob is my dad. 58th episode on his 58th birthday. Shout out to him being a loyal listener. Is he the listener? I guess is the question. I don't know, dude. Utz must preserve you. He's looking good. For <laughs> Snyder's of Hanover. Something about the salt. <laughs> If you've never listened, we give these gentlemen a topic. They take the topic. They make a top 10 list of that topic, and we reveal that list for you. Tonight's topic, top 10 Christmas songs, just in time for Christmas. But before we get started, news of the day, Joe Biden said, screw you, pours. Student loans are starting back up. God, just, you know what? I mean, can we get a year? Like, just, you have both houses, like, can you possibly just do one thing you promised to do? Just no. one thing. No. no. <laughs> why would he? Why would, any, why would any politician? I have not seen this level of backsliding since a high school election. <laughs> We're going to get soda in the cafeteria. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, guys, principal said we can't have soda in the cafeteria. <laughs> hey, I'll never forget when I, when, I was, when I was teaching in one place, this kid got up in, like, in his little speech, and this guy was so not going to win because he's just not that guy. Because we all know they don't really count those ballots. Let's be honest; they pick no, them. they burn them. And we've all them. we've all seen the movie Election. Yeah. So like he said, he said we're going to get better food in the cafeteria, and literally every teacher started laughing out loud, like <laughs> horse laughing, as if anybody controls the federal government. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, good. Well, Unky Joe certainly does not control one. Me. One child from St. George is going to change the entire food structure hey, of cafeterias. Hey, great school cafeteria story. And I've told these gentlemen this, but I think everybody needs to know. We had an army recruiter in our uh, in our high school this past day and was angry because if you're not aware lunches are free for kids in our school. And he was told, Thanks, he had Michelle. To pay, yeah, he had to pay four dollars like everybody else. And he was like, so he said, I pay South Carolina taxes. I paid for this. To which I responded, hold on there, Hoss. <laughs> like, this is all federal. And two, I don't get to use the howitzer, and I pay federal taxes. <laughs> so I don't think, like, that has anything to do with the other. The I mean, hey, exactly. If we want to really, you know, walk the fine line with this, according to the Second Amendment, I should have rights to a briefcase nuke. <laughs> I need the nuclear football. I will also say this. If you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you're literally hearing us becoming radicalized in real time. <laughs> you, you literally listened to us run the full gamut where we had like our very special episode back in the summer about the riots. And then here we are. Here we are a year later being like, I'll tell you what, if Uncle Joe don't start doing some old sleep at Joe Biden going to be out of office like that's. That this is a, a testament to history in a moment in time to tell you about the economic and social crisis of our country. Right? We are we are America. There's like gonna be there's gonna be somebody that stumbles upon this like drunkenly one night and like who are these three guys and why are they probably and why do we now know them as the tri as the Charleston trio when they tried <laughs> to burn down the Washington Monument? I mean, we're just, we start whipping rocks at the Federal Reserve. <laughs> We're going to have Sean Hannity on next week. 
Hey, <laughs> Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's summer. having us on. The We're Kurt, just the Kurt, retired. The Kurt, and the tonight, I bring on the guys from the Perlo podcast. <laughs> thank you, Tucker, and thank you for your service. Although, you do have to love the fact when they had the emails of Tucker asking Hunter Biden to get his kid into school. That is just so perfect. And on the same laptop that he wants to have investigated. I think that's, I think that's just so awesome in many ways. He'd be right now your mainstream media in the podcast because the whole point was that Unky Joe ain't pulling any of us out. <laughs> are trying to move the football. Oh, man. That's You're trying to fumble Ruski us, and we're trying to run dive right up the middle, baby. <laughs> the, oh. the midterms are going to go so bad for the Democrats. Hor- horribly. Horribly. It's going to be brutal. Both houses will switch. We're going to be waiting for we're going to be more conservative Chambers. than the Mormon church. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be awful. <laughs> and your next we're going, president- to make, we're going to make that church from uh, what's that that show with the ladies wearing the weird things, and it's a dystopian. Oh, the red the handmade um, sale. Going to be the handmade sale. Yeah, handmade sale. <laughs> they need to make my description of it the description you see on Hulu when you're wondering what the show it is. <laughs> what's the show there with the ladies, and it's dystopian in the future, red hats or something. Well, it could have been worse. We could have had it. We could have looked it up and we could have done Perlo Reads the Internet, which is my personal favorite part of our podcast. Perlo Reads the Internet is a good bet. <laughs> it's right, just guys, us Wikipedia information. And the next president of the United is right States now. is who? Huh? Who's the next president of the United States? Uh, oh, we're taking bets on that? Yeah. I, I uh, think Rod, it's Rod DeSantis, right? Rod DeSantis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, he definitely can't win now because those who don't know, we do a draft of every major job that comes available in football, and so far we've been right roughly ten percent of the time. So, well, I've I mean, been well, well, I've been right six percent of the time. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No one got Southern Cal. No one got LSU. No one got Virginia Tech. Adam got Florida. No one got Oklahoma. I got Notre Dame, and Mathis got Virginia, and no one got Oregon. That's that's how good we are. Yeah, but I got Dorman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. That's right. In high school. That was cheating. Such a cheating move. Was cheating. We don't need to get into that in the podcast. <laughs> City shout outs. Georgetown, South Carolina. Thank you for the paper mill. And thank you for um, giving birth to Adam. Yeah. If, it's, if you're one of my cousins, what's up? Maxie, if it's you, hello. Tony's Pizza. You suck. It's delicious. And I'm not going to hear any slander about it. <laughs> I took a snap of Tony's Pizza recently and sent it. Gamble's head. I'll die for that building. <laughs> Vine Grove, Kentucky. I have no idea where you are, but you're tuning in. Thank you. Hey, That's shout out to the people in Kentucky, man. I know. We have a, a huge Kentucky contingent. We try to trigger them, and they still keep tuning in. And uh, they had a very rough week they with did. the tornadoes. Donated the Kentucky Red Cross. That's my yes. plug. There you That's go. A real I thing. like that. Yes, help them out, please. You see what Kirk Ferentz is doing? Uh, No. And I want so, you know, Mark Stoops is an Iowa guy. Right. And so Kirk Ferentz put out on his Twitter and all their social media and everything, the link for the Kentucky Red Cross. He's like, Iowa fans, let's all do our part. Let's help Kentucky out. Because, oh, you know, they're playing each other. Cool. You love to see it. Yeah, that's very cool. Good for Kirk Ferentz. And I'm sure the message board geniuses will be all over him here shortly, but that's fine. We can have this moment. All right. Next city shout out, Perryton, Texas. If you don't know where that is, I just had to Google it. It's near the Oklahoma Panhandle. Oh, God. It's northeast of Amarillo. Like, how bad? Uh, that does inspire an excellent song. Uh, hey, hold, 
hold on now. You know who it is. It's Spencer Rattler. That's who it is. He listens <laughs> to That's it. He wants to know. He wants to get a beat on what South Carolina is like. And he said, this is the one, the Perlow podcast. This is who I need to listen to to understand South Carolina. There a lot are, of pain, buddy. There's, <laughs> there's two hotels in Perryton. There's a municipal golf course. Wow. There's an RV space. Who's driving to Perryton to drop their RV off? And uh, my God. I don't know is who's filling is... podcast time reading their Wikipedia page. I'm looking at the map. <laughs> <laughs> and the last uh, shout out, this one goes to is our international shout out. It doesn't tell us what city, but somebody in the country of Belize has listened to us. Maybe it was somebody on they a ha- great. Maybe it was somebody on a Hammond uh, spring break trip. Well, to be honest, well, one, we stopped going there because of the civil unrest in the country. And then two, <laughs> there's only two, really two cities in Belize. It's Belmopan and Belize City. Okay. So which one do you think this listener is from? Probably Belize City. Because it was the only one that had consistent electricity when we were there. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Top 10 Christmas songs. First, as always, we start off with Notable Omissions. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Song sucks, and I hate it like poison. <laughs> you know what? I have a problem. I think that's what I think Northerners think. That's what we like listen to, and that's what it really yes. means to be from the South. And it, like, of course, everything's a stereotype. But seriously, guys, like, I think people think it's not a parody. And by God, I want everybody to know that it is. Oh God. <laughs> Next. They think we eat with our feet. <laughs> Next notable omission: Dominic the donkey. The hell is that? What is that song? It's it's um what? It's the Italian Christmas donkey. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, right, oh, it's Dominic the donkey. Ring it a ding. See, that's a that's a mid Atlantic northeast thing. Yeah, it's a like a New York City, you know, Philadelphia, Little Italy type. But Italians didn't come to the South. We got Greeks. Hey, you will not disrespect. That's why the food. That's why the food is great. If you've never heard Dominic the Donkey, I challenge you to pause the podcast, go to your Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you're listening to, hey, this YouTube, and to, listen to Dominic the Donkey. This I'll is a good time right to now. stop and, and say to our listeners that the Colonel and I saved y'all from having to listen to us try to get the songs uploaded. Because we've tried that four different times on the podcast. Each time, it's been a wreck roughly on par with the Titanic. So <laughs> like, let's, play, let's play it right now to see or hear how bad it is. <laughs> this is such a jam. Is that a song y'all listen to often up there? Yes. Let me, let me it's amazing. I would rather hear Yoko Ono sing for five uninterrupted hours and hear that song again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to listen to the whole thing. The lyrics are fantastic. In the hills of Italy, hey, ling a ding. I feel like the Anti Defamation League should see the <laughs> Next notable omission Santa Baby. That song makes me feel dirty. I'm beyond <laughs> like it really does, which is why yeah, I thought you'd like it. Oh, it, it is like that. That song is pornographic, man. Like it is. <laughs> It, there's there's here's like i noticed this though some of these songs and christmas songs would not work in 2021 well like, there's you know i kept off my list because it's pretty much just like a, a day hey, hey, would that be the like, next notable omission baby it's cold outside 
Did y'all see where they Nobody redid Nobody wants they, to put a date rape song on their list. Did you see where they redid it where it's not date rapey and it's like, hey, let me help you home and you shouldn't drink this and all kind of like, it's like, it's oh, it's why they redid it for like Facebook. It's great. Uh, really can't stay. I've got a pansexual support group meeting. <laughs> I really can't stay. I've got a shining all over people's conference. I really can't stay. <laughs> But them, it's cold outside. Santa Baby and Baby, it's cold outside. Are very have very suggestive connotations to say. They use the appropriate pronouns and got no credit for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Number ten for Mathis. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I love it. I love that song. I I love that song because I love the pacing. Because that is the most like. That is the most relaxed song ever. It's like, you know, it's kind of slow, and but yet it's and everybody knows the words. And I, I literally did not have a number ten, and I was just kind of on Sunday. I was just kind of humming to myself, and it got stuck in my head. And it was the worst earworm I've ever had in my entire life, and I could not stop singing that part. And it's just, you know, as I said, it's real. It's very jazzy, relaxed. It's it's audible eggnog. You know what I mean? Yes, it hits you a little holiday buzz, and you just relax to it. You want a fire, a blanket, and as a dude, it's right there in the good part of your range. Like you feel, you feel very like you. It's very baritonish, and you know what I'm saying. It's it's for those who don't know, Mathis sings in his uh, local choir and wears the same shirt every time. (laughs) (laughs) Have yourself raise you up on. Wings. You can catch me on YouTube, Monk's Corner Under the Search. There you go. You can check it out. We have our own channel. Monk's Corner UMC. And what I like to do is go through and watch all the episodes and screenshot him every time he sings <laughs> and make a collage of him in the same shirt. The funny like part is like... like the same shirt because it, rep- it represents the dichotomy between good and evil. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I laugh because like people... I remember when I was like a kid or like when I was a teenager, people were like... At, like I'd be embarrassed by it. I'm like I wouldn't do it. Every, I mean, again, you're in front of people. Like it's not like it's a secret. You also, know I don't think you have the capability of being embarrassed. <laughs> I don't think anything embarrasses you, <laughs> other than your association with the two of us. <laughs> My hidden uh, juggalo love. Uh, number ten for Adam. We'll see you later on Mathis's list. Oh, good. <laughs> I knew you were gonna react that way. Number nine for Adam, the Shanika song. The Hanukkah song, because I'm inclusive, remember, have themselves a, mer- a merry little Christmas. You know? <laughs> okay. They it's cold outside. <laughs> I, I I love Adam Sandler. I do. He did well with the song. He did good. And the Hanukkah song was fun. That was prime Sandler too. Like that was when Sandler has tailed off a little bit, but like that is that was like when he was super hot. Like he oh, was yes. like you, you mean blended ain't peak Sandler? <laughs> Jack and Jill. Yeah. I guess that, I guess Uncut Gems was fantastic, but that's neither here nor there. But like that's like that was that was Sandler when he was doing his albums, which if you hadn't yeah. heard the goat, you hadn't heard the goat, it's one of the greatest tracks of yeah. all time. But uh, like, but yeah, the Jonica song, and he redid it a couple of times. He has a couple different versions of it, and it's well, also like there aren't a lot of Hanukkah songs out there, and it is one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I know Dan on Daniel Island is pumping his fist at his radio right now. Oh, shalom. <laughs> yeah, shalom, <laughs> shalom. And, and, and you know My what? Like, he's, out Texas. 
it's also catchy. Like that's the thing, like the Hanukkah song, like it it's, is. it's a like it's a it's not just a parody song. It is legitimately like a it is a good song. Like and it's it's well done. And informative. Every time yes. you hear it, you gotta move you gotta move your bench on the bench. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Mathis? Off on a shelf. It's the it's the the, the Jewish <laughs> version, Mench on the Bench. The Mench on the Bench. It's a real Can thing. I say, Look I'm so happy I've never done Elf on the Shelf because it seems exhausting. I just, I'm not creative enough. Like, I'm not, I don't have it in me to get, come up with all the scenarios you have to do for Elf on the Shelf. I just, I, I think it's, it looks, for those that do it, you know, kudos to you. You are a better parent than I am. I just cannot, like, that time is coming fast in the Fiddler it's house. Tough. Number nine for Mathis. A lump, bum, 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 little drummer boy. You went with the classics, I see. I did. I, you know, I'm, I'm a traditionalist at heart. Like, I really am. Like, I, I went that, straight pop and crap that I thought would get a good reply. So I like that you actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, little drummer boy, man. Like, I think it's it's an interesting take on it. It's uh, the idea of the, you know, of the nativity story. Um, and the idea, you know, like, what it would be what it would be if there was and of course you know there wasn't a drummer boy there but it would be you know the idea of this is what i want to give to my savior and lord and this is how i do it um i think it's a it's it's a good song it's a very heartfelt song um hopefully the christmas shoes is somewhere on here so we can do like the actual Matt Noswell christmas shoes breakdown <laughs> his but, finest um, bit he's ever done yes it is it's great um but yeah I, little drummer boy man it is and again, that one—the the part where they do the drum—you make when they do the drum sound, the, the rump up on part. Like every kid loves that. Like my daughter loves that. She's four. Um, she loves David, to do David that Bowie. He hammer, hammers that. Yep, it's an excellent. It's an excellent song. And that's what's funny about this whole list is we're going. It's a good song. It's absolutely that's kind yeah. of literally good. every song we're gonna be like that's a good one. That's, yeah. <laughs> Number eight for Mathis, a place I don't particularly like to walk, and that's a winter wonderland. Nah, yeah. that ain't it. Really, you don't like Winter Wonderland, huh? It's I'm over it. <laughs> it's, it's no, always- you can build a snowman. <laughs> I mean, just screw it. I don't care. It's the ultimate Dean Martin. Like it's absolutely. Like, yeah, you can you can smell the whiskey through the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can you can right after you listen to Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the ice cubes clink on the side of the glass. All the Christmas like, songs from the fifties, just drunks, just trying to get a check. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Like, have you ever seen uh, what's the what's the? Oh God, I can't think of the movie now that everybody watches at Christmas with all the different parts. But I'll have to remember it. Okay, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Oh, love. What is it? Is it Love Always? Is that what it love is? Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually. There you go. Uh, it could be eventually. But like, remember, remember the guys do it. The guys doing the the blatant rip off of the Christmas album. Yes. Um, <laughs> Bill like, Knight, who plays um. Oop, oh. Tentacle faced guy in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Yes. Again, put that on the Wikipedia page as the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Tentacle faced man flying Dutchman. But but there's no doubt, like like Winter Wonderland is 100 percent just a cash grab for for Dean Martin. That's 100 percent what it was. <laughs> um, but but it's a good song. It's, it, it paid it's, for a divorce. It it's, did its. It's, it's very catchy. Um, you know, it's, it's, you go through it and like in the world and, and it's, again, it's got the, a lot of jazzy picks on my list and it's very much, it's very much like a crooner song. Um, and that's why, that's why I enjoy it. I think you wish you were a lounge singer. 
I think I, I think I could have been in the fifties. I think if I could, you know, I probably I wouldn't have had as much access to the great food that I have now, so I wouldn't weigh three thirty. So whoa, I could have, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. in the fifties, you'd be eating steaks every night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's probably true. That's, that's have, an excellent you'd point. Steak, you'd have a side of cigarettes, and you'd fall. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have a salad where the dress hey, was made. Well, the, the best, the best, the best part of Winter Wonderland <laughs> is when he. The best part when he does the Parson Brown part, and he says, he'll say, are you buried? We'll say no man. Because they needed a word that rhymed with snowman. And so they're like, no man, that rhymes. That's, that's, that's right. They became <laughs> East L.A. Cholos. They were like, no. <laughs> Number and, eight. And, 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 oh, and let's keep in mind how important marriage was. But you can do the job when you're in town. Like, you're not always uh, here. But when you're in town, you can do it. Oh, that's the wow. subtext. That is the subtext. Drink at home. Read between the lines. Between Number eight lines. for Adam. <laughs> Open your ears. What is that? The, is that the you said the you song? were you said you were going to perform it? So I was telling oh, our me. audience to open Thank their you. ears. Excuse me. Sibilance. <clears throat> Sibilance. Excuse me. <laughs> thank you thank you i think that was 100 percent correct I just yes. have a picture. I have a picture in my head of your wife walking into you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! No, no. I, she wanted to see the list really bad, and then she roasted my list for about five minutes. <laughs> and then when she saw that, she was like, "Oh joy!" Because that's what she lives with in our home all the time. Because I'm either walking around the house doing that, or I'm doing like a New Orleans jazz one where I'm like. <laughs> Oh. Oh, I do, or I can do "Feel So Good" by Chuck Mangione. I do that one on request as well. I, I request I it. I want to hear it now. <laughs> all right, next, next. We all sorry, want. To- sorry, I got caught in the music. We want hey, the Dick, is, Dick Tracy what, what theme the now. That, what is the name of that song? I Feel So Good by Chuck Mangione. <laughs> the song you picked for the list. Like, I can't remember what that. Oh, I, they don't know, the, I, I literally titled on the list Depression Charlie Brown. Song. <laughs> now, the actual lyrics are like, Christmas time is here. And it's supposed to be, it's like a song about joy, but all the kids sound like they're in an orphanage. It's called Christmas time is here. They do sound like they're in an orphanage. Oh my God. Like they're seeing kids with families walk past their window and it's snowing and they're in there and looks like Oliver Twist. Number seven on Adam's list, Last Christmas. Oh, the Wham song? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember why I put this one on here. It's not that good of a song. <laughs> How about they made a movie with it with uh, the girl off Game of Thrones? It was based all around her singing. Like literally, they named they named 
the movie after the song only because she sings it at the very end. It has nothing to do with the song. But uh, Listen, Christmas, I, have, I have come to the conclusion that we are out of ideas as a civilization. <laughs> like, the, that's like everything is a remake or they're taking a comic book. I think having a phone has killed people's imagination because you're constantly engaged with something. And that's why everything is a remake. They're like, turn this song into a movie. Hey, but it's not the first time that's happened. I'm gonna tell you now because I went to this is telling on myself, but I went to see we're going supposed to see Hairspray, but it got canceled. So we ended up going to see West Side Story, and I'd never seen it before. I didn't know it's literally like plot line for plot line, Romeo and Juliet. It's all it is. Like that's that's literally the entire thing, like down to the fact of the nurse where she doesn't tell him in time. And I'm like, this is literally plot line for plot line. Romeo and Juliet, and I was like, "That's using, I'm you, using that English degree to enjoy theater more." Yeah. <laughs> number seven for Mathis is also number ten for Adam, and we're just simply Play having a wonderful Christmas time. time. Oh. Go ahead, sir. First of all, that 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 song, man you you cannot li- you can. It's not possible to listen to that song and not feel good about the time of year, man. It sounds like Christmas. Like, everything about it just is it's light, it's peppy, it's fun, it's well sung. Like, everything about that, like, it, it is, it's way up there for me. I enjoy it. I, I really enjoy that one. Number one, Paul McCartney can't have spent more than 15 minutes making that song. <laughs> and it's literally like a synthesizer and a recorder, and he's just like, let it go. Two, I love the song. Like, I love that. I, I'm blaring that bad boy at Christmas. My wife hates the song, which <laughs> makes me love the song so much more. Yeah, as we learned, Paul McCartney can really just, like, he is, he is literally, like, sit down and, like, really out there, let me go, like, roll a little song about it. Want to hear it? Here it go. Like, that is Paul McCartney's actual process. Because in the new Beatles documentary, he writes the song, like, in front of everyone like watching him write let it be where he's like he's like words here chorus here words here. i'm just like oh my god i mean it, it's but but that's like i said that song is it, it encompasses even though it's simple it encompasses everything that's fun about the christmas season man because it should be a fun it's it should be an exciting time of year yeah uh, it's, it's better, better than that hacky john lennon one christmas song oh I don't know. I don't believe I know the one you're referring to. It's so this is Christmas. What have you done? You know that the war is over. Yeah. And it's got Yoko Ono in the background shrieking. War is over. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I will say this. Hey, I did not realize like Gamble's both love for the Beatles and hatred for Yoko Ono is so apparent. Like I just did not know that about him. Like, oh, I love the Beatles. I I truly do love the Beatles, and I hate Yoko. Ono. <laughs> this is a Yoko Ono uh, fan podcast now. We, are, we do not stand Yoko Ono. <laughs> Number six for Mathis. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Let me hear it. Let me hear the chorus voice. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Ransom <laughs> captive Israel. Now, I love the fact they rhyme the word Israel with something, which is not easy to do. It's, no, like, it's, it's like mansion in Wisconsin. <laughs> Put you up in a mansion somewhere uh, in Wisconsin. 
but like we we used They're to the like same type of song, same level of song. <laughs> they are, they are. Hey, and the part where they do like the re, you know, rejoice, rejoice. I love that part, man. Like it's very, it's it's lit. And what's funny, and because you always you know associate it with times in your life. Every Christmas when we have church, like we when it's the Sunday after Christmas or with the closest one to it, we always had to as a choir we had to process in, and it was always to that song. Mm-hmm. Um, walk, and trust me, for a man of my size and coordination, walking and singing at the same time with a hymnal, not very easy. But because I know He's all the words, so he dizzy to... when he gets up there, he can barely. I can tell somebody's oh, never been to a midnight mass. Oh, for we 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 have the we have the midnight Christmas Eve service. Everybody holds the candles. It's a very big deal. Silent <laughs> yeah, exactly. Night. I about had a stroke at the last one I went to, though, because it was in Andrews, and apparently their Methodist church is being very lax, and people were in jeans. Oh, Let no. Let me say, tell you something. The Gamble clan don't play that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to get I, I don't want to get off on this here, but, like, I'm very big on, like, you wear the rope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, you, when you're in the choir, you wear the daggum rope. The preacher better be in a rope. If there's one thing that's been established on this podcast besides my enjoyment of Bruce Feldman's cane mutiny, <laughs> drink is that you and I are big traditional Methodist church. <laughs> I am a traditional church guy as well. I, there should be a suit and a piano, an organ, excuse me. Yeah. That's if there's piano. an electric guitar, it's not church. I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Number six for Adam. Blue Christmas. It reminds me of my grandpa. It's a true nostalgia thing for me. Okay. I feel that. And, and let's talk about this. Elvis could sing, man. Like that dude, like for for all the for all the jokey, like you know, sweaty leisure suit wearing Elvis, like that dude had some pipes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he could, I mean, he was a heck of a singer, and that song really establishes that. Dude, even sweaty fat Elvis <laughs> could still sing. <laughs> that's it's it, you know it's funny like like everybody everybody's got their version of that song like when it comes on and, and that's one interesting part about christmas songs in general is because they're played so often everybody knows all the words to all of them so they really kind of they they hold a special place for you you know and oh. everybody's got their version they do in a related yet unrelated note, B, when you and I finally decide that we're okay having type 2 diabetes, we're going to fly out to, uh, I think it's in Colorado or uh, Vegas, and eat Elvis's favorite sandwich, and it might kill us. You know it what? Is- no, <laughs> no, we got to go to Tuscaloosa first and eat breakfast where Bear Bryant did. Yes, we do. We're going to do that, definitely, but and yeah. get a bunch of country that is, That's on the list. Yes. But, but if we're going to go out, let's go out on our sword, man. Let's just go out and blaze the glory. Like, you know, I think, I think, I think that's a good plan. I'm with it. We're going to Thelma and lose this thing after eating a sandwich that consists of a whole loaf of bread, peanut butter and jelly, and an entire pack of bacon. They're going to drive off the Hoover Dam. Well, honestly, we'll probably just have major coronaries on the interstate. (laughs) All right. Open the double doors. Open the double doors. (laughs) (laughs) They're bringing in a stretcher. That's a perfect place. Perfect place to stop. And let you get a word from our sponsor. And With our new commercial. Oh, right. that, that includes what actually happens on Anchor. <laughs> All right. I'm Sean. That's why you got a JPM it all the time. Always <laughs> JPM it. And we're back to the top 10 Christmas songs here on the Perlo podcast top 10 list. 
from the South Carolina low country where we will not have a white Christmas. I'm sure. We love you, Spencer. We love you. We're so happy you're here now. <laughs> the hope that kills you. Shaking my head. I thought of three new notable omissions since we've been going. Jingle Bells is a notable omission. I hate that song. I hate that song so much. It's every caroler does it, and it sucks. I'm sorry. I hate that song. What about Jingle Bell Rock? That's a notable omission. No, that one's that one's terrible. Bill Burr does a great bit about that, where it's like white people trying to do rock and Christmas. <laughs> I like, need to listen to that. He's like, why would this be a good idea? Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, rock. Hey, like, just... <laughs> what is a jingle horse? I'm un- I'm unaware of any actual brand of horse, and why must he pick up his feet? I'm just saying, I don't understand like what the deal. I, it's I'm just not a fan. And last notable mission I've thought of so far. Silent Night. I thought about that one. I like. I, I enjoy Silent Night. You see, you sometimes sing that one while you're lighting the candles. Yes, you yep. absolutely should. The only that, as is I, tradition. As is tradition. It, it does. It's of course all of them are traditional, but Silent Night is. There's not a lot you do. Like it's very straightforward. I guess there's not a lot people do with it. It doesn't. This, but yeah, it's a great song. Okay, number five for Adam. Back into the list. Step into Christmas. Is that Elton John? You know it's Elton John, man. There sure is. I'm unaware of this song. Woo! Dude, it is a good, it is a, all right, literally just what would Elton John do if he was paid large amounts of money in cocaine to write a Christmas? <laughs> you get Step into Christmas, and it is good, man. Step into Christmas? Oh, yeah. I would play it or sing it, but, you know, my sexual <laughs> obligations. <laughs> Oh, we're, oh, we're getting sued over this one because copyright infringement is really happening for a lot of this. Uh, when I trumpet songs, technically there's no copyright violation. That's true. That's a cover. <laughs> so I will now be doing all of Stairway to Heaven in trumpet. Here we Math- go. Mathis just-, <laughs> Mathis, just to let you know how serious Elton John was about that song, the first line of the song is, welcome to my Christmas song. <laughs> He was like, I have to get money. The British government's going to repossess my home. And I got to get it now. My man like in when, Wisconsin. It's like, it's like when William Faulkner wrote the novel in a week because he needed the paycheck. Yes. Because <laughs> he spent all the money on whiskey and sad poems. <laughs> Number five for Mathis is the greatest Christmas song of all time. Oh, Mary, did you know? Such a baby boy. Someday yep. walk on water. Mary, did you know? That song makes my mom cry, and I could not include it on this list because I'm always like, Are you having a psychotic episode? What is happening? <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. song. It, it has and, and of the rock pop modern Christmas songs, it's def, it's the best one. I'm I'm hundred percent with you. Like it is of the ones that have come out recently, it's an interesting take. It's a thought. And it, kind of, and it also brings the idea of, you know, what happens after Christmas, which is not near as sunny. Um, but it's a great song. It's very it's powerful. Um, you know, but it's, also it brings up a great question. Did she know? Yes, yeah, she was visited by the angel. Yeah, she, she was aware. She, she absolutely was aware. <laughs> you know, I, I was getting mad when you I, when you said that. I wanted to punch you. I wish I lived closer to you. And the reason coming to your house and fighting you on your front lawn. You can live closer to me. The offer's on the table. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah okay. I'm, well, you know, if I want to eat beanie weenies for the rest of my life, I'll take you up on that. And I'm not sure if they teach this in your mega church, but like there's this thing in the Trinity of what people knew and didn't know. It's a whole big thing. Um, well, that's not what Bedazzled Jeans Minister says. So. <laughs> the youth, the youth minister with the tattoo on his forearm. Um, nice. so like he's got a tattoo on his forearm, and he said "dang" in front of us. That's how I know. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it but it, but it is a great song. And we, it, what was funny is we've done it. I did it in high school for our chorus concert. Of course, you did. we did it. Um, it was it was good. Of course, Again, you it's, did. <laughs> of course you did. It, I've never done, I've never actually done it in church, but it's it's an excellent song. It's and great. that will change in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, Make sure you pay oh, attention to the Monk's Corner United Methodist Church. Cool. Hey, listen, I don't know where you grew up, but we sang uh, "Who Built the Ark?" Noah, Noah in elementary school. Well. I don't think we really need to get into where I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> Number four for both of these gentlemen is the second greatest Christmas song of all I've time. I've baby. This Christmas. Dude, I love that song. And the inspiration for the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Who sings I, knew, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Oh hey, Ben, you can turn the recruiting train off, buddy. It's just us. <laughs> yeah, you already got the job, man. It's all you good. Job. You ain't got to pretend like you love this Christmas movie. It's an amazing film, and it'll be played Thursday night at the family Christmas. <laughs> Dan Mullen would still have a job if he hired you. <laughs> Donnie hey, Hathaway but, is your singer. But but hey, but this Christmas everybody always gives it to Stevie Wonder, but it's not Stevie Wonder. Donnie Hathaway, baby. Good job, Donnie Hathaway. I hope you actually got paid for that song and didn't sell that song for a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so many other artists of your time yes yeah but it's it's it again it's catchy it's it's very like it's real r&b it's everything it's 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 a great song i just don't know how else to say it except like you know it it blends a lot of things together um it tells a story which is not always true of all christmas songs um and it's one that you can hear on the radio and not be christmas and you still enjoy it which is an unusual trait for a christmas song my wife was like, the Chris Brown version's better. And I was like, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Our one-year anniversary is this Sunday. Thank you very much. <laughs> Touch or go after that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Number three for Adam, Run, Rudolph, Run. I like that Chuck Berry song. I don't care if he was doing whatever Chuck Berry horrible things he was doing. <laughs> it, reminds, it also reminds me of Home Alone. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes. What's, did y'all ever just uh, side note? Did y'all ever have the talk boy that he had in that with the, 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 with the stupid little microphone? No, I wanted out? it more than anything in the world. I never had one though. <laughs> hey, when it was doing like basically like it was doing the hang ten sign to you the entire time. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just a side note. I had one. It never worked. By the way, if you want to talk about some good capitalism, the the, yes. the freaking the talk boy from that and. The idea that a cheese pizza, your own cheese pizza, like John Mulaney says, is the height of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny, my, before we recorded tonight, my wife and I were watching Home Alone 2, all right? And there's the scene when he's going through Central Park, and all these adults are just being horrible to him, right? Like, <laughs> prostitutes see him, and they're like... Oh, you want us to read you a bedtime story? He's <laughs> <laughs> so freaking out, and he hails the cab and gets in the cab, right? Now, any other cab driver, like even the worst one would be like, what are you doing in the park at night? Let's get you somewhere. And he goes, 
man, it's really scary out there. And the cab driver turns with a dead eye and he goes, ain't much better in here, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Why? We all know, we all know the reason that Adam needs to watch Home Alone 2 is for his annual pilgrimage to a young Donald Trump. It, well, number one, it would not be a pilgrimage to young Donald Trump. Oh, it is because you have you have the doll out and the shrine. No, no, no. Uh, that would be a sacrifice. A pilgrimage would be that. <laughs> I thought you taught social studies. <laughs> well, the thing about it was funny is now I like how people on the internet have now discovered, like, as an adult, how bad the parenting is of Home Alone. Oh, you know, my God. Just, dude. You know, like, if you. I mean, I can rule you leaving your child multiple times and not recognizing that he's not there. Like, who are you? And how did they? Well, first of all, what were they like? Fundamentalist Mormons? They had 12 kids. <laughs> what do they do for a living? Yeah, exactly. That neighborhood in the, you know, ah, you know, I work down at the hardware store kind of neighborhood. No. And also, nobody again. Nobody questions why a child is walking through the hardware store, just buying oh. random things. Totally cool. The suspension of disbelief that Home Alone requires is at a level I don't think matched by any other film. No, like, looking back on it now, the the suspension of disbelief literally, it's like at any point, Kevin McAllister could have gone to a police officer and been like, "My parents left me. I ended up on the wrong flight." I desperately need to contact them. Please contact my neighbor, family member, et cetera. Please. And they would have been like, sure, kid, let's take you somewhere safe. Everybody will know you're here. We can contact your parents. But instead he's like, I'm going to go to the Plaza Hotel. Right. And I'm going to scare the bejesus out of Rob Schneider and Tim Curry. Also, what kind of like silent existence did his parents live in that suburban area of Chicago where they could not call one person they knew in their area? To go check on the child that they left behind. What does Not everyone what? in their neighborhood leave to go to Paris? Hey, keep <laughs> on, they, hey, first, they live in a house where people would come to for a fest for a you know festive evening. Like they live in a mansion. They're not. Go who goes to visit somebody when you live in the mansion? Like it doesn't make any sense. Really also, his uncle is the biggest freaking a hole in the world in those movies. <laughs> oh, you little jerk. Well, I tell you, this is what I love about the Turlo Podcast. We have not talked about the fact that Run Run Rudolph is an excellent song by Chuck Berry. It's um, a great song. Chuck Berry is a bad person. Let's and number three for Mathis, <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. I love I love that song. I I, I it is it, it, when I finally realized what it was about, like what it's you know, the idea of you know being off at war and not being home for Christmas, it's very sad, but it also is very heartfelt. It really it it no lie, get a little teary eyed when I sing that one. That's a real thing. Um, but you know, I, I enjoy it, and it's again, it's got the deep baritone person singing it. So it's, it's an, and, you know, if only in my dreams that the last part is, you know, it just it grabs you, man. It's a, it's a powerful song. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Why do you hate it? I don't. <laughs> Welcome to our comedy podcast. <laughs> no, I, I pulled a fiddler and I got distracted and I lost my attention span for oh. I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna lie like Fid and be like, I'm paying attention, and then we physically see his face like macaroni. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here reading the news. You said Chuck, you said Chuck Berry for some reason. I was like, he must be from Andrews. So I've been going down No, Chubby Checker is yes. from Andrews. So I'm going down a trip down uh 
um, little Andrews history here, and he's actually from Spring Gully, which is more Georgetown than Andrews. Well, that explain that to the sign outside of the town. <laughs> Chris Rock's people are from here. All right. Once again, the best and Michelle podcast, Obama's grandfather. I always and love when the Perlo podcast doesn't listen to each other as we talk. That's also an excellent part of how we, we do this. So we don't have a banter back and forth. It's simply making talking points. What Much did like you say? What did you say? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Wait, wait, hold on. Have we become oh. Fox News? <laughs> I told you they can hear us get radicalized in real time. <laughs> All right, doctor. What did you say? No, it's good, man. I was just talking about. I was just talking about how you know I'll be home for Christmas is a heartfelt song. And, yes, and it's know, about war and it's very moving. Yeah, I mean, I was, honestly, let's let's you you hate soldiers. Just just come out and say it, man. You were anti. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. My grandfather was the command sergeant major of the Canal Zone and was in Vietnam and Korea. But yeah, I hate soldiers. You're oh, there there we go. There we go. Go ahead and drop it. And that and that's how you end up owning the country. People. And that's and how you right become now. what they call the colonel. He he escaped. He escaped being a POW by sprinting away from the Chinese army, but sure, yeah. <laughs> Number two for Mathis. I hate the military. You're right. He got shot twice in man, but I hate the military. Number two oh. for Mathis, Belkin. Power! <laughs> Bell Carroll. Bell Carroll, sorry. Belt Carroll. Does that guy coach in Rock Hill? <laughs> Oh, I love the Bill Carroll. I'm a fa- I'm a big fan of it, man. It's uh, that the, the whole like in the round. The whole it's I actually like when the Trans Siberian Orchestra does it, where they do it with like the electric guitar. That is also the version that I like. Yeah, because it has that like driving beat on the part of it, which is really it kind of it builds on itself, so it gets more exciting as it goes. Um, you know, it's it's super up tempo, which is always fun. Um, and it, it you would think it's kind of you know they just kind of keep repeating the bells over you know sweet silver but all the overs getting over and over again you're like oh it get boring eventually but it doesn't hold your attention and i will stop and let's do it anytime it's on Uh, i love that you caught out the trans-siberian orchestra version of it that is the goat version right do you remember the trans-siberian orchestra used to have when they used to travel like they would have like you know coming to the north charleston coliseum on wednesday coming to colonial life amphitheater It, it was a bad part. People paid tickets for that one song, and then like they just completely emptied the arena. Like, like, <laughs> I thought there was gonna be monster trucks with this. <laughs> they just had a tractor pull the night before. It's Bigfoot Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Another, another yeah. home, another Home Alone staple, though. By the way, it is another Home Alone staple. That's the running song. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh. Well, actually. Both of the songs have been Run Run Rudolph is the We Are Late for the Airport song. Yes. And the Bell Carol is the I am fleeing from the bad guys or I am running to encounter the bad guys. Who did the music for Home Loans? It's got to be Danny Elfman. It's Danny Elfman. 100% Danny Elfman. I'm looking it up now. My favorite is the meme. John Williams. John Williams. John Williams. Duh. Down for that one. Damn. Better. My my favorite part, have you seen the meme that says, like, don't forget. When you leave your house to go on vacation, the people will be looking to rob you. You want to make sure you leave a ten-year-old home alone with a with an intricate series of booby traps <laughs> um, in order to keep your house safe. Number two for Adam. Merry Christmas from the family. Rodney Carrington song. I don't know that song. Unfamiliar with this? I am, I am not. I, I love I Rodney. Carrington. Neither of you are white trash. All right, <laughs> you've added yourself as cultured people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, we talked about 
grandma got run over by a reindeer being like what the North thinks that uh, the South is like at Christmas. Rodney Carrington's Merry Christmas from the family is truly, truly that song. <laughs> okay. The opening lines are mom got drunk and dad got drunk at our Christmas party. They were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Little sister brought her new boyfriend. Bought a new boyfriend. He was a Mexican. <laughs> we didn't know what to think of him till he sang Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's oh, here, here's, here's a line I like later. A can of bean dip and some diet rights, a box of tampons and some oh, Marlboro so lights. Marlboro lights. <laughs> How did oh, Feliz Navidad not make a, not, not a notable omission? Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe Feliz Navidad didn't make the list. I only understand a third of the lyrics, and I love that song. Right. I do not notable omission. Feliz Navidad. There's basically a top ten list of notable omissions at this point. <laughs> like, oh come, all ye faithful. That did not make. Hey, either. you know what? At least we got a shout out for the movie this Christmas, huh? That's right. <laughs> Number one for Adam classic all i want for christmas is you i have no shame oh. in loving this song oh, wash God. your judgment upon me i'm vindicated by history I, I know i mean it's like the most sold christmas album of all time but god that song and probably because they play it too much but lord that song is <laughs> great so my nerves i'm but happy why you carry that she has a steady passive income yes yeah, <laughs> god knows she's too crazy to keep working yeah she lost Derek jeter so does anyone really lose Derek Jeter? <laughs> the Yankees he did. just leaves the gift that keeps on giving. Some people on this podcast are more familiar with that than others. And then, yeah, then he moves on to the next one. And he get, he gives you a baseball and he moves on. Gives you a baseball and a lovely gift basket. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that about him. Hey, thanks for the night. Here's a baseball. <laughs> As I currently look up Wheatie Road and Andrews. It's not Wheatie Road. It's Santee River Road. Uh, but there is a Wheatie Road. Is there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Next, the Nazareth AME Church. I see that I've distracted everyone with the comment I put in the chat. I haven't seen it. Let me look you at it. Hold on. And then my oh. joke from earlier would make more sense. <laughs> Everyone listening is not going to know what the hell's going on, but we'll enjoy Number one for Mathis. Oh, holy night. You got to sing it now. Oh, yeah. First of all, the only part, the best part is like, fall on your knees. Oh, it's absolutely the best part. It'll get the hair on the back of your neck standing up. Yeah, well. Especially with someone who really knows how to do it. Like, really. Oh, my God. When you see a bald 300 pound man belt that bad boy looking like the president (laughs) of the Fred Durst fan club, (laughs) shed a tear. Actually, we have a guy. We have a guy at our church that does it every Christmas Eve, and he is roughly 88 years old. Um, When are you going to unthrone him? (laughs) He he gets to do it until he's done. Um, We got a buddy that can teach you how to coo, guys. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I will not i will not overthrow mr george um but not he he can the dude can barely walk he absolutely like he take it takes him 30 minutes to get up there but once he does he belts that thing out and it will absolutely make the hair on the back the next day that's awesome 
it is it is amazing and he like and the play he plays the dynamics of the parts it's all like it's he's the it's Pavarotti a, of Bono 100% it's I go to Mont's corner but it's okay but uh it's uh <laughs> well, yeah, they, it's, they, they bust him in from Bono the, no no the Pavarotti of Panopolis there you go Pavarotti um, of Panopolis is good but yeah he's it's amazing like I said and and usually every church has one person who can really do that song and it's it's amazing. It is an amazing song that I think really sums up everything Christmas is about. Um, you know, it's it's excellent. Yes, I did. I I can't disagree with that take. That is a, a stone cold take right there, my friend. <laughs> to wrap it up, God, I love that song. The most notable omission <laughs> of the top ten Christmas songs of all time is Dominic the Donkey, the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> Here's here. If you want a song that was written by anti-Italian people in the late 1800s, go ahead and listen to Dominic the Donkey. Dominic, now I gotta look up the history. Get I can't believe we don't teach that in our anti-immigration. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic the Donkey was written by Lou Monty in the song. Lou Monty in 1960. Who in God's name is Lou? Lou, Lou, Lou Monty, come on. Oh, come on. Hey, whoa. Hey, most famous whoa. most famous hey. song is Lazy Mary. He's, he died in Pompano Beach. That's a shocker for an attorney. Oh, he retired to Florida. Yeah, he oh. was, hey, hey, guy. Hey, maybe somebody disappears out in the Pine Barrens. Oh, because he didn't like Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> Dominic the Donkey is a fantastic song, and it's the most notable omission. We're going to do Polly Walnuts from the Sopranos. <laughs> Number one for Adam was know, all I heard about this Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> I guarantee the Sopranos love Dominic the Donkey. And you know what? Every listener we have is currently listening to Dominic the Donkey, and they're like, you know what? I like it. It is a notable omission. I can guarantee you Chris Somerville is not listening to Dominic the Donkey. I can guarantee you. Oh, it'll be the song that he plays at the beginning of his class. <laughs> it went from, it'll go from Rob Zombie to Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> number one for Adam, All I Want for Christmas is You, and number one for Mathis is Oh, Holy Night. Next episode. I don't know if we'll get another one done before Christmas, so we'll probably see you after the new year. Warzone, not going well for me. The the world has righted itself um, as I am now leading with three. Uh, our good buddy, the Colonel, has two. And bringing up the rear in more ways than one, our good buddy. Yeah, there you go. There it is. It's happening. Listen, when you have zero, you deserve to be made fun of because you're not putting any effort into it and you constantly get booted. And you don't be part of the group, just say so. Yoko, we hear you. I'm so busy. I'm doing stuff you guys couldn't understand. <laughs> hey, will you rescind the Europe game? Because that one's fun. <laughs> the best part is like we literally like he, he gets really excited about it. like he's playing for like literally 20 minutes and then just dead silence. Like we like and then it's 19 hours and then you and I can play the whole time. Well, let me tell you something. Those fifth grade basketball games are not gonna attend themselves. <laughs> It's true. Actually. They've got a fifth grader. If that bad boy projects right, it'll be first team all state. At least you understand. I get it, but I get it. I mean, I wish you still cared. You know, I'm playing right now. I just made a move. About things like, you know, the game or the podcast. Or Friendship. Like Friendship. <laughs> I'm you playing know. right now. Okay. I'm making a move. <laughs> I'm going to make another move here in a second. 
All right, I'm going to give up North America to you. Hey, Doc, go ahead and send that Europe game because that's <laughs> that's where we get froggy. <laughs> oh man! All right, so you can contact us at Perlo uh, Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. Perlo underscore podcast. That's the Twitter. It's Perlo oh, underscore podcast. That's the problem. All right, now let's look. Uh, I got I'll do the thing where Perlo Podcast reads the internet. I go to our Apple Podcast page to see if anyone left a new comment. The answer is no. <laughs> the sadness. On we, did not, we did not get a new rating. Um, but also, there's a, I put a, uh, hold on, you guys don't know this shit. I put a poll and a place for you to uh, suggest topics or ask questions on Spotify. Let's see if anyone responded to that. You already know the answer. And okay, favorite Perlo podcaster, Mathis, Adam, or Shane? 100% of the vote says Shane. You and voted for yourself. Correct. There's only one vote. It's me. <laughs> and and what's a topic you'd like to hear Mathis and Adam make a top 10 list on? No, no replies have come through yet. <laughs> I love that we're doing this for ourselves. It's great. And like the five bots in Chechnya that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> choking on my spit appreciate y'all tuning in have a great christmas a merry christmas have a happy new year and we'll see you after the bowl games after adam gets back from charlotte i will not hey go check the podcast or go check the reviews i think there might be one on there <laughs> oh, here we go before we get off Ah, this guy. I, I, I think there might be one on there. I think there might be a new one. Great. Double checking for me. <laughs> nope, it's not popping up yet. Thank God. Oh, that's a shame. I thought I saw a good one. That's From a, a guy named J.A. Bono. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.